McGoggles in space. This week on the Hapless Heroes. Where was there a door with pandas? The pandemonium. Oh my god. Hello and welcome back to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dr. Julius Strangepork. Rather, my name is Dave and I will be your host and Dungeon Master for this evening. We'll start this evening like we start every other by introing our cast. Today we're going to start from my eeny meeny miny left with James as Hoblet the Smasher. Good evening, friendos. To his left we have Nicole as Boris the Butcher. Mmm, souffle. To her left, we have Zach as Pregnart. I'm confused of which was right and which is left on the internet. To his left, we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. Oh, the souffle is really delicious, Pregnart. Oh. 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 <laughs> oh my god. And to his left, we have Francesco as the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom. I can't believe somebody planned for this. So as we left off last time, some things happened. A breakfast was destroyed, stairs were climbed, and a Magoogle came out of a portal. <laughs> that that someone had built <laughs> and pr- prepared for us to use to bring Pregnard here a long time ago. And this person's initial is just A. Is this a Pretty Little Liars reference is my question? No. Because hmm. I never watched that show and I know nothing about it. It's not the same it. A? All right. No, it's not the same A. This A is a character. That's cool. Yeah. I yeah. Like I'm sure they are a character. Yeah. I can't really tell more than that obvi- other than that they obviously appear to be familiar with you and that um tenses happen to get a little weird in their writing right now. Wait a oh, second. Oh, is um, it Fonzie? Does he just write does he sign his letters as A just Alfonso? Actually, if we're if we're back in the room, because like, you know, essentially we are in like some weird circular or tubular place that's like looking out into the abyss of space um, of the universe or wherever the fuck we are in Ligradex, which apparently is what, like some sort of something, some sort of place that's been inserted in between and interrupting like the inner outer planes. Um, yes. I'm just going to quickly say, does anybody remember what Dr. Heinz, did he have a first name? Nobody. Remember Dr. Heinz, you know, the guy we left behind when we made the people mover, the guy we were actually sent to go get, and instead we came back with those, like, really awesome, like, science kids? Vaguely. Yeah, did you ever remember him giving a first name? I'm gonna remember. I'm gonna try to recall because Dr. Hines, you said used to work for the project, correct? Yes, Dr. Hines yep. worked for the project until he got too weird for the Omega project. That's a feat. 
Um, I'm going to maybe attempt a history check to see if I remember what his first name was. Okay. Because if, if, if he didn't tell me, I might remember it just from like the records, right? That I've been through at the project. That hopefully does it with, uh, well, not permission in history. Oh, well, 14. Yeah. So I don't remember either. Um, and I'm not sure I ever wrote it down. I think he was only ever just Dr. Hines, but, um, he would be, since you would remember from the project, Dr. Hubert Hines. Okay. So it wasn't him. He was the only person I knew who like kind of messed with time. And I swear to God, if this is another Arian Black thing, I'm just like, I'm tired of that guy being so damn mysterious all the well, time. Well, you would remember he signs his letters as Black. That's true. Jarrell is 100% certain that um, Pregnart is here specifically to help Jarrell attain godhood. And if there were anyone out of all of Jarrell's friends who could help him achieve godhood, it is certainly Pregnart. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, that's the hand we're dealt, Pregnard. It's good to have you with us. Ah, uh, thank uh, you. It's uh, there's a lot to catch you up on. I'm sure there was a lot of terrible shit. In fact, actually, there was probably a lot of terrible shit happening back there in Ardwall. Yes. Yeah, I would say that this orientation is kind of my thing, but I'm on uh, like a different level right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> well, team, I'm going to just go ahead and put out there. Uh, we need to keep going. I don't know where we're going. We need to keep going. Uh, Jarrell so looks say, up. You look up. There's just okay. sky yeah. above us, right? No. So this, this hallway is a hallway. It has stone floors, a stone ceiling. The what you would say outer wall, the one that's curving around, the one with the door that you came through, is also a solid stone wall. The interior wall is stone up to about three feet, you know, maybe about waist high. And then from about three to six feet, there is that opening there that just sort of shows the void. And then maybe another foot of wall before it hits the ceiling again. You know, some of us aren't six feet tall, so when you say three feet or waist high, we get offended. So yeah, if you can watch how you talk about waist high around dwarfs, that'd be really well, great. Yeah, and gnomes. My yeah, waist is like a foot off the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. come so, on. And three feet There are more three feet high on Pregnard as if he's right. wearing a hat. Right. Jarrell's the only one. Here. Dave's <laughs> dead-ass are... face right now is like, shut the fuck up, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Duly noted, summarily ignored, wasted. <laughs> walking down the hallway. Boris is five feet tall, so you know I can see that there's a window-type void. <laughs> it's there. There's no glass, but I don't know how deep you want to reach out into it. Boris sticks no. her head into it. You do Me. not reach out to the void. It will reach back. Yes. So off to your left. The hallway sort of curves somewhat to the right. Off to your right, the hallway curves somewhat off to the left. Which way did we come from? It came from a door that was in in the wall. Right where there would be was a disassembled portal. It also uh, looks on further expe- uh, um, 
inspection that some of that wall had been disassembled to create the door there, and it would have not have naturally been there otherwise. All right. I've got to ask you a question, Dave. All right, I've got to answer. We're, we're a mile up, and now that I've established that I'm proficient in stone... Oh, my God. Like, do I... No, I'm just wondering, like... Is Hobbit just accepted that this is a magical place, or like, do we have mile long pillars that are like fucking holding these hallways up that are Hold a on. mile up in the fucking sky? Can I? We can went I a ask, mile up. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. James? Yeah. And Hobbit, I guess? Yeah. You're just starting to question now whether this is a magical place when you were literally training here in a place outside of time with your deity for an extended period of time. Yeah, but like gravity still matters here. Kind of. Does it? Does we it? also fell down a portal and then we're thrown to into a like, fell down like a tube of magical shit and then we're just teleported to a different part of Legradex. Remember, Seems so like gravity like, might not matter. Up a set of stairs whose dimensions change that uh, by the time you got to the top, you fell upwards. Yeah. So, but but now now we're starting to question whether this is a magical place or right. not. So no, like, I would. This is this is now your threshold for whether <laughs> I mean, a this mile is high seems like a long way. Yeah, I guess. But no, we're. Well, I guess not. <laughs> I can't with you, Hoblet. <laughs> you can and you will. I have no choice. <laughs> seems like you're forced to. Uh, Jarrell will say, uh, "Let's go this way, Pregnant," and they'll go to the left. Yes, that's what he suggest. puts on his monocle. It is falling off of his eye, and uh, he proceeds. I imagine it like keeps falling off of his yeah, eye. Yeah, no, he keeps adjusting. There's no He's, friction. It's all just slippery, like frog skin. <laughs> For two reasons, uh, yeah, it gets very uh, lubed from his natural, uh, you know, uh, natural frog slime, and uh, also because of the frog slime, it becomes harder to see through, so he kind of, like, lets it fall. If you're wondering, now you know. Right. So that is what we have. Okay, so yes, the hallway continues off to both the left and the right. We're going to the left? Going to the left. You continue to be able to view the void out to your right. Although, um, as you go along, you notice you should be able to see the inside of that stone wall at some point, and you don't. It just looks like infinite void, no matter how far along this curve you go. Well, to the left, after about 500 yards, there is another um, portal-looking uh, assemblage on the left. Does this one seem more functional? It has not been disassembled, but there is no active portal in it. It also has its own rune on it, which appears to be a spiral inside of a square. So this was the, this is the first portal we've encountered since we've been going left, yes? Yes. You said it was a spiral inside of a square. Yes, it is. Okay. I hate to beat a dead horse, but... Do you want me to do a stone history check because it's carved into it? I think it? we already know where this is going, and you just don't. It's not. It's alien to you. Damn it. From what I can tell so far, this place is headed to limbo. Sorry. Wait, sorry, sorry, Dave, what's that? The last one was limbo because you knew it. This one is a different rune. 
Oh, okay. Uh, I can try this one. Yeah. And a stone check wouldn't do it, but maybe a really good religion or arcana check might be able to. Oh, well, uh, mine's not going to with my seven. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that won't, unfortunately. You got an arcana check, Felix? Sure. Yeah, I'll take a look and see if I understand what that symbol means, because, you know, I know about magical things. Oh, yeah. Uh, 21. 21. Yes, that appears to be the rune for the uh, plane of Pandemonium. Oh, okay. Probably oh, don't want to go there. My forest rolled so high. <laughs> the plane of Pandemonium. Something tells me this is not the way. Let's keep looking and see if there's other portals in here before we just, you know, try cracking that one open. That sounds like a bad time. Okay. So which direction are you going to be uh, going in? This was the end. to go left. Yeah. Or no. Continue to go. Yep. There is nothing stopping you. If, if something does, I will let you know. Okay, we'll continue that. We will continue down that same way. Sounds good. After another 500 yards, there is another inert portal with its own set of runes on it. These runes are appear to be the infinity symbol with a down arrow going right through the middle of it. You just made me draw a dick on my paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not what it's like. I mean, the, the arrow, like, it's in, infinity. In, so, in, 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 But it intersects it above yeah. and below. And below, yes. I know this one. This portal leads to Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'll do the same. Arc- I'll do another Arcana check on this one and see if I write Sounds good. Looks like a good roll. Oh, no. Usually, when you bury your head in your hands and <laughs> begin weeping openly, that's a good sign. What is what is happening the last couple weeks here? Okay, so is this the third of the day? This is yeah. I mean, okay, third the third, the, the the first of this episode, the third of this day of recording. Right. Um, Jarrell was rolling one. at the same time oh. and also rolled differently than Felix, so we'll yeah, see no. how that plays uh, out. We're going to have contesting information here, bud. Yeah. I mean, uh, if we don't count the one, it's a seven. Yeah, no, but if we do count the one, then this is rune for Mount Celestia. Jarrell rolled a uh, 16. Yeah, you're not sure about that. That might not be Mount Celestia. NSJS. <laughs> Does Pregnart remember anything about? Can I see if he remembers anything about how he got here? Um, you were literally on the airship, walking across the deck, and you walked through an invisible portal and right into there. Wow! It was very sudden. <laughs> so I guess I wasn't just talking out of my ass before when I said I was disoriented. Yes. No. And carrying oh, no. it away. deal of sense that you are quite disoriented, not just from the <laughs> fog of war going on all around, but also, yes, you were very abruptly uprooted from one reality and right into a whole nother reality where all, all right. of your friends are wearing monocles. 
I'm going to try to um, rub one of the runes. I'm going to rub it and kiss it and say it's a really nice good boy rune and try to persuade it to tell me what it, what it means. <laughs> Unfortunately, while the <laughs> oh, no! appreciative of your attentions, it remains impassive and keeps its secrets. <clears throat> uh, so Jarrell will turn to Hoblet and say, uh, he believes it goes up, but the arrow is pointing down. I don't think we should go in this one, personally, Hoblet. You know, well, that might be a logical inference, Jarell. I'm just saying, like, things work differently out in the plains. Down is up, up is down. You know what I'm saying? But, okay, we can keep looking if you want, but I say we come back to this one if it goes to Mount Celestia. That's all I'm saying. So we'll just, we'll come back to this one, you know, if that's, if, if, if we don't find any better candidates. I think this is our, this is our, this is our guy. Because I'm really smart and I know things. That's why we're trying to go. Uh, I, 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 it sounds, yeah, I mean, like, from what I remember, it sounds promising. Right. So, like, you know, just put a pin in that. Let's keep looking. If you keep going down, Jarrell, you're bound to go up, you know? You got to get up to get down, and you got to get, you know, (laughs) I don't know. Ah, yeah. I don't think that's how any of this works. Uh, let's continue on, and Jarrell will start walking past this one, not trusting Felix's judgment on the one that's pointed down. Felix is going to begin bloviating to Boris about how Jarrell has probably never read a fucking book in his entire life, so he's, you know, he's not qualified to make these decisions. But I, every now and again, we got to give him a win, you know, and just uh, let, him, let him think he knows something. Does uh, should I roll a perception to see if Jarrell hears him? I'm making no effort okay. to be quiet. So, so then, if you want to hear me, you choose to hear me. So then Jarrell just... picks up uh, Felix by like the back of his shirt and just kind of like swings him around for a little bit before putting him down. <laughs> just for talking shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so Boris is going to you know, pay attention to everything that's going on and then say, but I wanted the door with the pandas. And just keep kind of following the rest of the group. Where was there a door with pandas? The pandemonium. Oh my god. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. It's like an, it's like an, an uh, an auditorium full of pandas. Just a zoo full of pandas. Only pandas. This is like Boris. Boris a room full of pandas. I thought it was like a periodic element that gave a panda an orgasm or something. Gross. I don't want to see a panda orgasm. I don't want to either, nor do I even want to think about it. They're in danger. They should all be having orgasms together. I think that's very I mean, self-care. sure. I just don't need to be a part of it. You know what I mean? I just yeah. like I all hope right. that they I hope that they're able to procreate. Good for them. Please have babies and procreate your species. Just like you at know, least don't two of us are gonna Google panda orgasm. Are you Who watching are you? panda porn in there? The hallway <laughs> just listening to the pandemonium. Thank you. <laughs> the hallway dot continues there is another portal 500 feet down still (laughs) on your left okay what's uh what do the runes look like on this This one (laughs) has a dot 
a half circle above and a half circle below it that go around the dot but don't meet on the sides. And there is a line going down from it and an up arrow going up from the top of those semicircles. Pregnart gives it a little kiss. It remains yep. kissed. All right. Uh, Jarrell rolled a 14 on religion. It's nowhere good. Car. You can't quite remember. Carcinogen. Carsh. Carson. I don't know. It's it's tough. It's something with a car at the beginning. Um, I'll make an attempt because again, Felix is confident. He already found the right one, so he's right. trying to try to, <laughs> try to flex now. You know. Uh, eighteen. Sarai. On the Arcana check. What's it? Carcerai. C a r c e r i. Confirm. Not good place. Yes. Yes. Confirm. Okay. Not the good place. Not the good place. This is the bad place. Or a bad place. There's lots of bad places. Right. There's definitely more bad places than there are awesome places to go out here. Um, okay. Uh, not the one. Just going to go ahead and we'll leave this one and continue along. Yep. The uh, now, would, would, would Felix be actually familiar with Carceri at all or no? Um, you know the name. Uh, you might know like just a short blurb about what the plane is, but it is, yeah, it is definitely a lower plane and trending chaotic. Jarrell's going to raise not, his hand. And not the good kind, so yes. Jarrell's going to raise his hand for a second and say, <clears throat> all of these portals seem like they go to... Um, evil or less good places. Maybe we went the wrong way going left. Well, I wonder if this whole thing just goes in a circle. Let's find out. So let's kind of see when we reach the apex of the circle. Okay. Also, not all of these went to bad places. Remember, we did just pass one that went to uh, Mount Celestia, so... I don't think that went to Mount Celestia. Okay, uh, you can think that all you want, Sherelle. You can go ahead and disagree. I mean, that's what scientists do. Good, Welcome to science now. You can go ahead and write me a peer-reviewed study on why you disagree with me and try to prove me wrong here, bud. Go ahead. <laughs> Daryl again. Again. <laughs> Felix is confident, but confidently, incol- confidently incorrect. It's just right. that to him, he's just confident that he is correct, even in his incorrectness. Daryl's trying to keep him from either punching or throwing you. <laughs> Just prove me wrong, Jarrell. The hallway continues. 500 yards on the left, there is another one of these portals. The room on this one um, almost kind of look like a downward-facing pitchfork. It's uh, sort of like the top half of a square and a little tick mark through the top line of it. (sighs) My rolls are trending down. I've only got a nine on this. Yeah, nine really doesn't tell you. It's probably a bad place. You're not sure which bad place. There are a lot Pregnard, of places. Pregnard does not think this rune is very kissable. Very pointy looking, very ugly. I He's going to go for... It is not a very kissable rune. He's going to try to see if he knows anything about the arcana sur- surrounding this. Yeah, it's Pregnard's sure. turn. Yeah. Go for it. 11. 
And yeah, it's not a good place, but you're not really sure. It definitely gives you some uh, ungood kinds of vibes. I'm swinging for I'm I'm swinging for the for the name here because Felix is a slut for this stuff. Yeah, a twenty-one. Hades. Hades. Not where we want to go. Probably not. It would definitely be the sort of place that one would not go for ascension. No. That's where the river Styx leads to. Uh, okay. Great. Let's keep going. The hallway continues another 500 feet further on the left. There is another one of these inert portals. This one has a triangle with what appears to be the tops of two triangles on the inside of it as well sort of inside each other. The tops? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I kind of have to describe it out loud because I can't just show the uh, picture of what I'm looking at. But it's essentially three triangles that just decrease in size inside of each other. Inside of each other, yes. But the two on the inside don't have bottoms, but they are inside each other, yes. Oh, okay, so they don't connect at the bottom. None of them, can, yeah, it doesn't connect at the bottom. They just don't have bottoms to those two. Got it. Okay. I'm going to, uh, who, who, I guess who wants to check I got a first. 17. A 17. Yep. That's uh, Gehenna. Another bad place. Kind of, uh, kind of awful. A little more lawful than some of those other, uh, places. But, uh, yeah, not good. Not good. Okay. Not Keep on going. All right. Just as an aside, like, this is still making for good radio, kind of uh, doing the same thing over and over again, as long as we're getting different results. I don't want I it mean, to be additive well, of sounding episode. You know? I mean, at this point, have we discerned enough of a pattern to know that these are all different planes? And so, like, if we're operating with that assumption, can we at least start to, I mean, I guess, like, really... It's up to you how you want to keep revealing it. What? Well, like, so, well, Hoblet, we're, we're walking here. The the one side still has the stars, right? It's still, it like still has stars. Right, and no one's really addressed that, right? Well, I tried to stick my... Or Boris tried to stick her head out, and Felix yelled at her not to. Well, we didn't <laughs> we say don't, why. We don't go to the abyss. Like, I guess it maybe because I'm not... Like, I feel like this is a long enough time. We've gone through, like, five of these. Hoblet hasn't done anything because I can't oh, do any no. checks. He's just timer. fucking He's just fucking walking. Like, I'm just walking and walking and walking, and I don't do good. So what happens if I, like, flick a gold piece, like, into the abyss? Like, just one gold. I've got enough gold. Chasm, the yeah, gold it, tumbles and falls infinitely. And if I... Okay. Okay. This okay. is permanently Fine. removed from the economy. Yeah. Okay. Burned a gold that, coin. Yeah, that seemed less. I wanted something cool to happen. In. Sometimes you have to actually learn things for cool stuff to happen, Hoblet. So, uh, are are we going from chaotic evil more towards chaotic, uh, e like neutral evil, towards lawful evil? Yeah, makes sense if you know your planes. Yes. 
And okay. yeah, that's, and that seems to be man, what's happening. Yeah. As a holy man, I would, I would say that, yeah, you probably do. Okay. So, but does this continue? Are we kind of wrapping around now or is this just going to be going out? No, this is definitely appears to be circular. Okay. I, okay. So if we were, how about this, right? If we want to make for a good radio, so to speak, we're making some, we're making some assumptions now. We're making some inference. Felix is probably starting to realize he was wrong, but still not wanting to admit that he was wrong. Um, because the pattern, the pattern was determined, right? We are seeing this pattern and obviously Mount Celestia would not be in between the planes of like chaotic evil and lawful evil. That makes no sense. Especially when we haven't passed any really good stuff, you know? Um, how how far along, I guess, like if we were, tra- like if, if, if our point of entry, right? Like limbo or so whatever it was. We have made it a little more than 90 degrees around the circle. Hades okay. was 90 degrees to the left of limbo. Okay. But what if we go back? So I would like to go to what it would be. I, I want to keep going. So like we'll take note of a few symbols along the way, but we're not going to, I don't want to spend time on them. I just want to at least write them down. But I want to go into we are essentially 180 degrees, right? So like half half circle at the apex or at the top of, you know, or at the other end of the diameter of this circle. So like opposite of where we came in. Okay. You know what I mean? Like 12 o'clock. If, if we came in at six, we're going Perfect. at 12. Okay. So yeah. Um, you pass by, there's one more with a dot in uh, the two semicircles above and below, but instead of that arrow up, it's got what appears to be crosses coming out of the top left, top right, and bottom. There is the next one, which is a square with what appears to be a cross coming out of the top and bottom. And then the far one, uh, the exact opposite side from Limbo, is a circle. It has a dot in the middle, and eight spokes coming out from the circle. Oh, the bicycle land. Okay, I would like to discern something about this one. Okay. Okay, we're we're still on the hot roll train. That was a 19. This appears to be uh, the rune for the plane of Mechanus. Oh shit, where the Modrons come from. Yes. Boris rolled right. a five, so she fully believes Hoblet that it is the land of bicycles instead. <laughs> okay, that's actually really interesting because like, you know, if we know from what we recall about Modrons, right, and all your experiences with 31 squared, I mean, they, mm. they're all about like everything being in order. Right. It's like the epitome of order. So like if we had pandemonium, right. Mm-hmm. And chaos, like this is the antithesis to that. Right. But it's not where we want to go. No. Hmm. So maybe we kind of, Ooh, okay. All right. All right. Let's, let's go back, go back to go back to, okay. Go, Go back to give me this is actually interesting. I mean, okay, to me, I find this interesting because it's like I'm trying to understand how this is all oriented as far as like if we're going by alignments, so to speak. Right. I'm trying to find the the the, the right fit. Right. The one that matches yes. what we're trying to achieve here. OK, so, so, so this you... is this is the one with these. Was it the the, 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 the dot, the two semicircles and then 
the two three. crosses on the top and one cross on the bottom. That is correct. Yes, you are back to that one. All right, hit me. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to see if I understand this one. Keep it going. Keep it going. That is also a 19. Yeah. Um, you understand that this is, would be a gate to the nine hells. Oh, shit. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Mis- miscounting over here. Fuck that. Fuck that. Let's keep going. Past Mechanis. <laughs> hard pass. <laughs> because I think the next one is also really bad. So let's just... Let's just go. Let's just go a little bit more. So let's just the one right next to Mechanus. If we're that's, if that's the lawful. Right next to Mechanus. Okay. To the, to the right of it. Yes. So some things going on about 250 yards along on the right. So in that window, sort of suspended between the top and the bottom, there appears to be a frame of some sort. It's a vertical. It goes um, up and down on both sides and is suspending a circle like a ring of some sort of metal in between then as you continue on there's that other portal on the left with the 500 yard mark okay hold on well obviously you've intrigued at least me with this frame but it's a frame on where the on the other side of the wall like the portals have been on essentially if i'm picturing this properly our left so to speak yeah and then to our right has been sort of the that like inner ring where we look out into the fucking void yes as you now sort of have an understanding of this space outside has the portals inside has that one ramshackle portal that you are never to power on ever again and uh it's got this thing sort of suspended in the middle there you can tell even the verticals up and down don't necessarily touch the stone. It's kind of floating there, although it definitely looks like it's solidly in place. It's not hovering up or down or anything like that. I'm too short to touch it, so um, I'm just going to inspect it. It's okay. just floating there, like it, like does it actually like so? It's not touching anything. It's literally just floating yeah. there. But you don't see that until you like really look closer. You can tell that there's about a half inch at the top and the bottom between that assemblage and uh, the stone. I'm going to look at Pregnart. Look at him real close. Um, I'll shift back to Felix just to help him not be as disoriented as far as like, I I sound like Felix, but look like Paradil still. Just to make that clear. Because that's less confusing if Pregnart just sees you shift form. I'm sure he's seen you do it before, maybe. Pregnant. I'm sure that all of this feels like a fever dream to you. But this is a very real situation that we're in. And I know somewhere in that smooth head of yours, there is a brain capable of many things. Would you mind helping me figure out what this is? I don't mind. I'm a smooth brain. No. No, no, no. I've got a very smooth brain. He has a smooth head. head. All right. Because he is a frog. Not All calling right. him a smooth brain. I said that within the, his smooth head, there lies a brain capable of incredible things. So. No, nope, I'm not trying to cast dispersions. I'm just shitty at listening. Complimenting Pregnart. Trying to hopefully actually have him use his arcanic arcana knowledge because I'm also trying to not test my luck anymore 
with all of the good arcana rolls I've just had and make someone else do this for Are me. you trying to outsource net ones to someone else? I'm using the help action so he has, <laughs> you know, less of a chance of that happening and that he could take the higher result of those two rolls with my help and assistance. Okay. Pregnant so, takes out his prep. Pregnant takes out his pep grinder. Grind a little, grinds a little pepper dust for inspiration. And it grinds up a circle around himself for divine pepper inspiration. So, like, the opposite of a salt circle? Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah, exactly. He's trying to light all the spirits in. With pepper. I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> I mean, I, obviously that's how it works, right? Because... Yeah. yeah. How, pepper is how else could it work? Come it on. is the anti-salt. <laughs> <laughs> it's spicy salt. <laughs> and with that... I'm going to get a 17 on an Arcana check. All right. So this appears to be something that focuses or directs energy. Not sure where the energy is coming from, per se. Um, One thing you notice as you're sort of uh, poking around, um, are you doing any kind of physical inspection along with this Arcana checking? Like touching it or anything? Yes. Okay. As you touch it, it glides very smoothly, both left and right, along, as though it's on invisible tracks. Huh. And um, is are there any gaps to be seen? Well, it does not touch the stone on top or the bottom, but it's floating, but not that kind of wah, wah, wah floating. It's rock solid in there. But if you were to push it to the left or right, it feels like it's almost on a slider with bearings or something. It uh, it moves with very little resistance, but stays in what would be a track if there was one there. But like a track, almost like moving like cylindrically, like you know, like like like, you know, like along the curved yes. sort of like. Yeah. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. This is interesting. And you said again, it's like almost like a square or a rectangle with like a circle suspended inside of it. It's correct. And this circle takes up most of that square. So it is probably that's if those uprights on the square are a foot and a half apart, that circle is 18 inches in diameter or two feet apart circles, 18 inches in diameter. And was and this was in between. It was set not pointing at anything yet, but it was essentially set in between Mechanis and the next one away and, and the next one away. Interesting. Um, let's push this along with us. Let's keep it around. Sounds good. The hallway does continue, and 500 feet from the Mechanist portal, there is another portal along the left side of the hallway. This one with a diamond and eight uh, kind of rays coming from it, not touching the diamond, but a little ways out. Like majesty line. Pure strong bad kind of follow. Yeah, got it. Um, I'm going to make sure that if you know whoever we have moving this this sliding thing, um, I'm just going to call it a foci for now because it might be. Sure, that sounds good. Focus. That's that would be the singular, singular foci. Singular, right? Because brain words. 
make sure it doesn't necessarily cross the plane, like you know, and go directly in front of the portal just yet. Um, and first, know what this port, where this portal goes to, before we slide this potentially this thing that could potentially activate the portal in front of it. Is my assumption. So. Uh, oh, I don't know shit about this one. That's an eight. Jarrell yeah. rolled a fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. It's somewhere good. It's lawful. It's positive. You're not a hundred percent sure. I, I have I have an actual threshold in my mind for these rolls. Yep. Okay, that's fine. Um, but it's we know it's good. A that's good. good we found a good one. Okay. Um, going to slide like try to slide this this thing this focus yep to like essentially so that it's in line with where the like portal arch is does anything happen like as soon as it like it once it's aligned or no uh as it crosses it kind of hits a little resistance when it comes aligned but you can push it pretty easily past like there's almost it would be like a little notch yeah i'll let it i'll let it rest in that notch yeah. Nothing specifically happens at this point. That's okay. We're gonna leave it pointed at this one again. We uh, like good things. So, um, okay. We so we have a general idea. These are all pointing in different directions. So all random, like you know, like big planes here. We want to make sure we're pointed at the right one. And it's a good place to start when we start experimenting with the good realms and planes of existence. I'd say before you know, opening up a. Uh, potential portal to the nine hells so let's just leave this here and see if there's a way to open the portal okay so your objections well we don't we don't we don't know which one this one is yet it's we feel it's good but we don't know for certain that's good enough for me hell's back that way i we're good. We passed. We passed. We passed the bad, the, the, the bad, and the worst things. I think. So let's yeah. just see. Yeah. That, that's so. That's your bar is not hell. Not hell. <laughs> or like you know anything that's going to just as soon as we open it, swallow us, eat us, destroy us, melt us. Right. No. What's no the worst. No specific heaven. Just not hell. That's that's the threshold for now. We we will we will be able to move the goalposts once we've just figured out what like what how the fuck this works. And it's good to experiment when you know that the potential for danger and risk is at its lowest. All right. Um, I'm just gonna walk up to the portal arch itself. Does anything like as I get closer to it start to happen? No, nothing specific starts to happen. It does still appear to be inert. Okay, no door right beyond it. It's just just the arch. Yep, just the arch. The only place where there is a door is where the limbo portal was destroyed and the wall behind it was altered. To was, make- and that door was created. I see, I see, I see. Hmm. Um, nothing else around that. Just the portal arch, this thing that we've been moving with us, and yep. that's it. What do the ceilings look like? That is the the ceilings are identical to the floors. A somewhat rough, somewhat mm. smooth but not polished stone. 
in blocks. There are gaps in between, but only so wide as to maybe stick a really sharp knife in between. And even then, not really far. And, it's probably um, like ridiculously quiet here too, right? Because like we're just we have abyss next to us. Okay. Could it be is... possible that these are powered by divine power? Your guess is as good as mine, Terrell. And where's the the light source coming from? I I miss I've been assuming it's like torches, but there's some light coming from the stars in the void. But otherwise, you do notice, you're the first to notice, in fact, that it is relatively well lit in here, but there is no discernible source of light. It's just light. Relatively. I mean, somewhat dim, you know, maybe moodily lit. But and the light is coming from our surroundings. They just seem to be lit. They don't seem to yes, be glowing. They just seem to, to be lit. lit. Nothing, nothing appears to be glowing. It seems to be lit. On further investigation, you can also tell that nobody is casting a shadow. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that would be weird. I feel like if we actually like, paid attention to that, and you realize like there's you, you are not casting any shadow whatsoever, and like you have no way to like sort of trace the source of light at all. Hmm. Hmm. hmm indeed. Um, Jarrell begins the only thing he can really think of right now is to do a prayer ceremony um, and he's kind of just kind of sitting there with the holy symbol of Valen trying to think of what to do oh um, he'll put the helmet on okay how's the reception here <laughs> Again, Valen, are you there? Do, do, do. We're sorry. <laughs> the person you are trying to reach right now <laughs> is in the middle of an epic battle between good and evil in space. <laughs> Look, I can't remember what it was when the person didn't pay their bill. Their oh. service has been disconnected. <laughs> that would be a very bad thing. But no, but it doesn't wait, tell wait, wait. you the number you're trying service. to reach is no longer in service at this time. Please make a note of it. It's not accepting <laughs> calls at this time. It's not accept the person you're trying to reach is not accepting calls at this time. Right. Are we I, did you did you have something Dave or are we good just bantering for a second while you figure this out? Yeah, like I don't really have anything for this cuz I hadn't planned for it especially the way we've set it up, there wouldn't necessarily be anything preventing you and Valen from talking from here because you are not on the prime material and thus the block is not in your way. Right. However, you don't know exactly where you are, so it's difficult to focus a call. Right. There's a significant amount of static, and while you can hear a voice that sounds like it may be Valen, it is next to impossible to discern any actual words. Ah, uh, Nutcracker. Hmm. You're not getting anything solid right now. Okay. It's worth a shot. I'm sure, Jarell is discouraged. Shot. I don't 
I don't dislike the thought, but even just from a DM place, this isn't the spot where Valen would be giving hints. Right. I just always, it's been so long since I've been able to reach her with the helmet that I forget to use it sometimes. I mean, you used it during the fight at the fucking spire. No, I didn't. She appeared before you. I lit the candle of invocation. Oh, that's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because the helmet would not have worked in there because you were on the prime material. Yeah, and then she did talk to you and tell you to ascend, and then that was the last time you talked to her. Right. Hmm. Okay. No, I don't. We we didn't notice anything else when we first walked in from limbo, so to speak, right? Or maybe, yeah. or not necessarily limbo, but when we walked in from the other part of Legradex that would that just like opened up to here, like yes. now. Um, so there wasn't. Any I mean, because like, because because that because uh, that well that lever device was hastily created. That was not something that maybe had existed here prior. Whoever so, A was like MacGyvered slash bootstrapped the EPMD out of the remains of the limbo gate and some other crap. Right. So not like none of that stuff has anything to do with like how any of these portals and like this focusing device potentially work. Correct. Um, shit. Okay. Let's leave the focusing device here for now. Let's just keep walking around, I guess, like till we kind of reach back. I want to just see if there's anything else that we notice, any other Sounds. things lying about. Cause like there's still something missing here. If we can't get this to turn on. Yeah. All right. So you're going to continue to the left. Uh, you pass uh, another inert portal with a triangle with a uh, line going horizontally through it about midway. Another one that looks sort of like a stylized hourglass. Um, you know, so the X with the top and bottom, uh, you know, with a line across the top and bottom. At what would be if you came in at six uh, at three o'clock from there would be a dot with three concentric half circles over the top. Then you come to um, what looks like a really shitty stick figure dog. Uh, one that has um, a very simple uh, thing of mountains. It looks like kind of peak, peak, peak in a line across the bottom. And finally, one that looks like a dead tree line across the bottom, vertical line, and one, two, three kind of tick marks that come out of it before you get back to origin. Another thing you do notice is between the uh, concentric semicircles over the dot in stick figure dog, there is another one of these focus frames. Okay. The circle that is only 12 inches in diameter instead of 18. Also just floating there. Also floating there. It is where the uh, large one was pretty far back set into uh, into the stone there. This one's a little nearer, maybe only about three inches in. All right, I'm going to start moving that towards where we have the other one set, which is like the diamond with like the little like lines coming off of it. Sounds good. And I'm going to try to intersect the two then. Yep. 
sit right in front of each other. So the uh, 18 inch one about six inches deep, the 12 inch one about three inches deep into there and they kind of set into grooves. And this is the diamond with the uh, eight majesty lines coming out of it, right? Correct. Um, it feels a little more magical. You're not quite sure how. But it, it feels, feels magical. Like, it feels like there might be something going on, but without some further investigation in, uh, in a specialized field, you're not sure how. Did we miss one more, perhaps? No, we went around this whole thing. Well, we weren't looking for these before. Pregnant magic, we found them. Well, I mean, we, we, we all saw it, and then he... Don't take credit for Pregnant's greatness. And Jarrell will go back and <laughs> see if there's another one. Um, on, well, because you know, the opposite in the void side. On the void side, is there one more of these hidden anywhere that Jarrell can find? Not really. So you go along the lower side and don't find one along that end. Okay. Then uh, how do you go back to there? Do you go uh, continue that way you were going around the void and just around the circle, or do you turn back when you get to the limbo door and head back that way? Uh, so my thought was I was starting at the um, the good door. We decided it was a good place. Walked back past the one that we had just found through the limbo area, right? Because it, it it all connects together. It's like a big yes. circle. It is a big circle. It's big, yeah. but it's a circle. Uh, I am looking around again. Jarrell's not super perceptive, but he's he's looking for anything that might. The only thing of note you see is the EPMD that was built over by the limbo gate. What's an EPMD? That is. Uh, oh, we had it in the note. There, it is the. Electromagnetic mm -hmm. pulsation device. No, ex emergency planar multi-factor door. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Uh, how big is this thing? Um, it is relatively small. I think uh, the highest it is is about six feet, where these other portals are about eight. But um, looking closer at it, you do see the final frame hiding behind it. Oh, okay. Uh, can I swing? Do I have to swing it around, or how do I get it over? Yeah, you have to drag it all the way there. Okay, Jarrell like giddily runs back with it. Like, look what I found! Look what I found! Great job, Jarrell. Jarrell high fives pregnant. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, pregnant receives high five. Your hand is also now sticky. My my yeah, armor is sticky slimy, too from the big hug. Slimy, yeah. That's fair. All right, all three of them lock into place, and it appears to be almost a cone of light coming from the larger circles, going through the smaller ones, and maybe around the middle of the hallway, it all sort of comes to a point, and then spray past that comes some unfocused light heading towards the uh, portal. Hmm. The rooms have started to glow faintly. If I walk towards the portal, does something you, happen? Nothing happens as you walk towards the portal. It's uh, the light kind of focuses from those three frames, and it hits that point, and it gets unfocused past that. 
What if I touched the area where the light focuses? Just like put my finger there. Light shines onto your fingertip. Oh, okay. I'm gonna remove my finger. The finger is removed and the light continues to diffuse that point further on. Can the circles be like tilted at all so that the pinpoint is actually hitting the portal? The pinpoint would be dead center of the portal. Those outside of sliding left and right, and if you do that, it breaks the light coming from that. But they do not have any side play at all. Okay. Uh, Jarrell will try to touch the area inside of the portal, like wall, like the pillars. Your hand reaches through. There is nothing there yet. I can still see my hand. Okay. I mean, are things like the runes still lighting up, or have the they rune, been lit up? The runes grow faintly, but only started when you had all three of those frames in place. Mm-hmm. And it's just whatever is happening, the light gets focused, but can't quite make it out the other side of that focus. Oh, oh! I'm going to remove the monocle from my eye and put it into the smallest circle. Yes, and uh, from that, all of the light coming into that is focused and spreads out precisely <laughs> as it, it comes in, lights up the portal, and the portal activates. It's a good thing you kept your monocle. <laughs> I, have, I have a backup one, too, just in case. <laughs> or has a pocketful, I think. Are you still wearing your monocles over your eyes? Yeah. Okay. Well, I just want to keep track of that. Okay. Jarrell is not in Pregnar. It's not. Okay. No, I, but I was. I never said I took it off. So yeah, I thought you gave up on yours. Just whoever does, keep a note of it in your head. I may ask again later. Okay. okay. So this portal to a place that you have identified as mostly lawful and possibly somewhat good has opened. You're unaware of which plane this actually is, but there is now a portal to this place. That's good to know. Can Does the portal just look like light, or can we make out any details beyond the light? Milky white and slightly rippling from the center in a very portal-like fashion. You cannot see through it, however. Okay. Can we think with this? <laughs> I'm going to say this. Um, given that I have terrible thing on my head I'm going to ask that maybe one of you without an extra passenger maybe pokes your head in and just sees what it looks like in there if you're feeling uh, brave enough Pregnart does it Jarrell will also with Pregnart Jarrell and Pregnart stick their heads into the portal so a half elf and a frogman <laughs> Yeah. Stick their head into the realm of gods. I'm trying to make sure I have my uh, the right tab up so I can describe it properly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Something that the results of this were way too big for me to write all of it down. So Absolutely. I could not have possibly known what portal you guys were going to go through before we started. Is that a Speed You Black Emperor song, by the way? A frog man and a half elf uh, stick their heads <laughs> through, <laughs> through portal. Uh, I don't know, but I like it. it should be. If it's not, I mean, if you're listening, Godspeed, you Black Emperor, um, it's time to write it. 
Okay. Just rewind 15 Good. seconds. Yes. All right. So you peer out into what appear to be some peaceable fields. And not far away, there is a very sharp cliff of a mountainside. Carved into it appears to be some sort of impenetrable fortress. Um, with the actual plane in front of him, can Jarrell roll another religion check? Sure. So it's Jarrell and Pregnard are sticking their heads through, correct? Yep. I have a 17. 17. Well, this is absolutely the plane of Arcadia. And you uh, can tell, um, oh, 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 yeah, this fortress, it rings a little bit of a bell. Because you can see carved right into the stone over the gate in a rune that has got to be like 60 feet high is the sigil of Clangadon Silverbeard. Uh, Darrell will pop his head out. Hey, I found Clangadon's real place. It's much nicer than that basement he was in. It's got a pool. <laughs> Everything's relative. Yeah, once I saw on here that uh, Clangadon Silverbeard does have an impenetrable fortress in Arcadia, it's of course where you would have popped out from here. Yeah, yeah. okay. Have a pool. Well, Clanganin's probably still in the basement. We had a pool above it. Does it have a pool? I can guarantee it has a pool, and I say it because of this, that it is said that this mountain redoubt was big enough to house all of the dwarves on the prime material plane. So if every single dwarf could live there, there's absolutely a pool somewhere. Yeah. It's just a big bathtub, though. You know, all the dwarves hop in. Constantly disgusting. Yeah, you have to get a layer of fat off the top, almost as though you were clarifying butter. The foamy froth. (laughs) Yes, there is a foamy froth. Yes. I don't want to clean the filter of that pool. Oh, my God. I was was going to say. It's (laughs) one to begin with. Uh, Or if themselves don't have filters, why would their pools? Right. (laughs) Duly note this because Fortress um, might be a good place to hold up in case things get bad. Of course. Um, Arcadia. Very interesting. Should we check out the other? There are three that we still haven't named at least. There's plenty that we haven't named. Uh, hmm, do you think Valen would be here? I don't think so. But it's entirely possible. This is definitely... We're definitely on the right track, though. Um, I think we should lean closer towards the good side, no? I mean, I feel like that's where we are. Like, Mechanis was right there. Like, I guess, I guess maybe if we keep going, we're still going good. So let's yep. try. Let's just try the next one, like the, the, the triangle with like the line going straight through it. Uh, I'm going to see what if I know it just offhand first. All right, go for it. Yes, um, that is plus six, uh, unnatural 20. Okay, so um, 
and you might want to keep this one under your hat because um, that's the actual symbol for Mount Celestia. Oh. <laughs> uh... <laughs> um, when Jarrell. We, when... <laughs> this is... Yeah, I can't wait to hear you talk your fucking way out of this one. <laughs> I can't wait. Jarrell. Oh, it buddy appears, old It appears that... Um, Two portals go to the same place. <laughs> <laughs> it appears that my confidence earlier was misplaced. And that... And you could see him, like, summoning up whatever he needs to summon up to say the following words to you. You were right. <laughs> Ooh. And I was wrong. Hoblet's chuckling. Jarrell has this huge smile on his face. The chest is all puffed up. Pregnant has a blank look on his face. <laughs> and this is definitely Mount Celestia. Are you sure, buddy? Yes, this time, <laughs> this time I'm sure. Well, this is exactly what we were looking for, correct? Uh, it's a mountain and it's celestial and it sounds pretty good to me. So I say, let's point no. the portal there and see if everything's looking okay there. Deal? Yeah. And then we'll forget that I even said any of that shit before, and we'll just move on with our lives, right? Yep. Okay. Cool. Oh, and I'm just gonna grab. <laughs> and I'm just gonna grab the uh, the three focusing like devices with the monocle set into one, and slide it over to the mount, the, the proper Mount Celestia portal. Okay. And you slide it to the Mount Celestia portal, and uh, it still makes that unfocused light in the middle of the hallway. Once you put it there. Do we need another monocle? Or you just need to put the same monocle there. Oh, I never put took the monocle out of it. Well, it's not there. It would be you were holding it up almost in the middle of the hallway. Oh, I see. Okay, 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 okay. Back out to portal size on the other side of the hall. Understand. Okay. Yeah, so... Uh, shall we walk through together? Are you still certain that your third eye should join us? I don't really have a choice whether it comes or not. It's under a bandana. That's the best I could do. You do have a choice whether you go to Mount Celestia with that thing in your forehead. Okay. Whoa. I mean, do you want me just to literally stand here with this monocle while you go and have an adventure without me? Gerald shrugs. He's bringing Pregnart, so he's good. Maybe someone <laughs> or something in Mount Celestia can help remove this thing from my forehead. <laughs> uh, Jarrell, can Jarrell do one more religion check to see if uh, something this e like 
desecrated entering such a good place would have an impact even on Felix. Like Felix could just explode the second he walks in there. Like there are. Well, I'm glad. I'm I'm glad that you're at least concerned about me potentially exploding and not just you know that you want to leave me behind. So I guess that kind of makes me feel better. (laughs) I only got a 16 though. You wouldn't know because nobody's ever tried. You mean no one with an eye of Vecna has ever gone through a portal before? To, to Mount Celestial? Right. Come on. <laughs> I mean, like every Wednesday. You might understand that Vecna himself might try to come here to take the fuck over at some point, and he might have to cross that sort of bridge when he gets there, but mm-hmm. he's not going to instantly burst into flames when invading. It's possible your head might not instantly burst into flames when you try to take his eye there while it's strapped to said head. It's always a good thing to hear. It's possible your head might not explode. <laughs> it's, it's I mean, possible. I guess I'll, I'll, take, I'll, I'll take those odds. I'd like to think it's always possible my head doesn't explode. I do want at, at a certain level, you, you get into some real theoretical shit going on in D&D. Like, you're really at the cutting edge of saving the world. And sometimes that means that you've got to figure shit out as you go. Yeah, we sometimes. should clarify that while I'm here, Felix can't be afraid, so. I'm not afraid. I'm just... <laughs> Good. You've, you've so given weird. me a reason to hesitate. <laughs> <laughs> Head exploding, Marty gotcha. <laughs> But how about you guys go in first, and then I'll just try to gingerly step my way in and hope that I don't have an exploded head? Uh, Jarrell will enter. If nothing happens when Jarrell walks through, I will walk through as well. Right. So Felix, Jarrell, and Hoblet have entered now. Well, no, Felix, Felix is going, going in last. Felix is going last. Okay, so Jarrell and Hoblet have entered, and you see nothing from them so far. Boris either. after Hoblet enters, mm-hmm. and Boris goes in yeah, closely behind Hoblet. So now we've got Pregnart and me. yeah, we have and Felix. I'm just going to look at Pregnart and be like, "After you, bud. Cross your fingers if your, you can." I grab your hand and I pull us both through. All across through the portal. And that's where we're going to end this episode this week. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. We're not going to know what's on the other side. We're not going to know what it's going to look like. And we have to wait to son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Good. If you feel that way, imagine how the audience feels. Just want to know what like. like Iron Hooker, Dave. Actual heaven looks like. Is that too much to ask? Look it up on the fucking 5e wiki like I have to. <laughs> Careful now, you'll expose our secrets. <laughs> like I'm not rewriting this lore as I go to try to filter it into our idiom. Like it's just creating setting on the fly. Anyway, if you like us, if you like my bullshit my bullshit shtick, you find us on the internet. We're in such places as Reddit slash r slash Hapless Heroes Podcast. We are on both Twitter and the gram at Hapless Heroes. We are also on Facebook. 
or did I say Facebook to begin with? No, I didn't. I said Reddit to begin with. We are on Facebook. If you search for Hapless Heroes Podcast, every single one of those places has a sticky note or some kind of indicator, though, that will take you to the crown jewel of our internet presence, our Discord server, where you can meet and greet and chat and hang out with us on a daily basis, because my brain is trash and I live on the internet, and therefore I am on Discord many other people are as well uh we have this wonderful uh growing self-sustaining community and we would love it if you are part of it with us now if you really like us though leave us a five-star review or any star review we love five stars though on the podcast service of your voice if you have made it 202 episodes deep into this podcast i am going to go out on the thickest of limbs and assume that you have a podcast service that you like and if it allows you to leave uh a review of any kind, please do so so we can read it on air and recognize you as the five-star human being that you are. And hey, I will say, we got one, and I repeat, one four-star review, but with no words written. One four-star on uh, iTunes in the UK. So thank you for your honest assessment of our podcast. Appreciate appreciate your honesty. Whoever you I'll are. I'll take a B. Listen, I'll there. take a B. Yeah. Actually, their hand slipped, and they meant to give us a three-star review, but... Uh, I'll take a seat. Appreciate the generosity, then, and not correcting your mistake. (laughs) Because I'm pretty sure you can edit them. Now, if you really, really like us, though, you could donate to our Patreon on patreon.com slash haplessheroes. We have several different award tiers where you can, uh, you know, get some stuff. You know, for at the base, you just get a shiny roll on our Discord server. I believe that also gets you into our... Uh, no, it doesn't. It just gives you a shiny roll. Now, if you go a little higher, though, it gives you a shinier roll and access to our Patreon lounge and some of our outtakes and and all the good, meaty, behind-the-scenes stuff that you have always or never have wanted to see. There's also a futon there. You can nap on it. You could also, just a little bit higher, get uh, access to our raw, unedited audio of our unreleased episodes. And let me tell you, those unreleased episodes are pretty fucking raw, guys. (laughs) They are raw AF. (laughs) And uh, that could also get you access to the contents of Hoblet's Notebook, which, uh, you talk about raw. That shit's fucking raw. Hoblet's back and the notebook's being Borderline concerning, in fact. Even for the um, internet. There, there are reward tiers beyond that. Um, there is one at an absolutely undisclosed and forever undisclosed dollar amount that would get you tasteful nudes. Because anything is for sale, but let me tell you, we will haggle about that price until the end of time. And we are all definitely for sale. So It'll always yes. be one dollar more than you will ever be able to donate. There's oh. always an indefinite or best offer. On the <laughs> it's table. like $80. It's not that. Or else we would have given it out already. A certain dollar amount, we go well past tasteful nudes and into tasteless nudes. And let me tell you, oh yeah, to see me helicoptering around, just uh, you don't want to see my tasteless nudes. I would say for a tasteful (laughs) nude of me, my my limit would be like under a (laughs) thousand (laughs) dollars. Yeah, just saying. Right. It's like one one nude, one taste. I'm just one I'm just letting you know. Nude. You put that out there on the internet now. Oh, sure. No, for a thousand dollars, put that out there into our Patreon account. Yeah. Right. Remember, 
I and determine what Dash and I are going out to dinner or some shit. Thousand dollar dinner for yep. a tasteful nude. Look, yeah. For a grip, <laughs> I would totally recreate the George Costanza portrait. Yes. That's See? what I was gonna suggest. Yeah. See? Oh my god. Yeah. You have, I, I love how you all have no shame when it comes None. to being sluts from I have shame. At all. Yeah, I have shame. It's a tasteful, it's a tasteful nude. Yeah. Right. I mean it's the George Costanza photo. It's not like That's I'm fair. just, you know, airing it out for all to see. Or the Burt Reynolds I will, or Sean Connery. Right, here's, here's, I'm putting it out there. All right, I will recreate. Got this. <laughs> I will recreate the George I'm looking Costanza up. <laughs> couch photo for nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Oh my god! And ninety nine cents. And ninety nine. first. <laughs> before, before we start haggling over prices to show various bits and bobs on the internet, does anybody have a zap? Just get us the hell out of here before. What do you mean? Does anybody have? We have a Zach right here. Oh, we don't have to do this anymore. If you like us, right now you like us, Sally Field, and the whole deal. Dress yourself up as Scooby Doo, steal a baby, find a spirit to inhabit that baby. This has escalated so fast. Some sort of Brooklyn accent or whatever scrappy do accent had dress that possessed baby up as scrappy do bore a hole into the center of the earth find the king of the hollow earth and tell him hey it's me scooby doo and scrappy doo do you have any words to say and he'll say ah, how'd i get here and um we'll say king of hollow earth listen king to kong. heroes king kong is the king of hollow earth but yes all right. <laughs> Not there, but sure. The only thing I can do, the only reaction I could possibly have to such a auspicious challenge as that is to just extract us from this. And the only way I can do that is by outrunning our cast. And I'm going to start. Honestly, it's my- better than flossing. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost four dental hygienists as listeners. <laughs> They're all like, "Oh, fuck this!" this we only had floss- three. We only had three. One of them had a husband, though, who was a dental hygienist. It's as though career professionals like that would be caught dead associating with our work. Right. But anyway, let's let's just get out of here while the bit is good. And I'm going to do that by outroing my cast. I'm going to start on my right with the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom, played by Francesco. I actually, I'm speechless. <laughs> to his right, we have Lord Darrell the Light, played by John. Until next time. So right, we have Pregnart, played by Zach. Hey, what's the big idea? How do I get this baby body? <laughs> so right, also rocking the Brooklyn accent is Boris the Butcher, played by Nicole. You still want to go through the panda door. Right, we have Hoblet the Smasher, played by James. All five of us fit in the same portal. And my name is Dave, and I've been your host and master for this evening. Join us next week as we see what is on the other side. Bye-bye now. Bye. See you later. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You are never babysitting my children. (laughs) Ever.